Easter is one of those occasions when churches become fuller and where families normally get together, eat together, and share each other's Easter eggs. Okay, probably not the last one. Earlier this week, Jim dropped off Easter eggs that would have been handed out to the children, where a voice from the kitchen shouted to me to take them to church so that we would all avoid temptation. Doing church here with no one around is strange. No smiles, no people arriving during the worship singing, no children leaving to go to the toilet, no banter from the rows and no drummer to turn down. There's a thought. And no turning to the banner to say Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Not only has it been quiet, it has also been cold in here because we turn the heating down. In saying that, we have the house martins nesting in box number eight, hopefully to be followed soon by Swiss making their appearances next month. So with the word appearances on my mind, my thoughts are turned to the resurrection appearances of Jesus. You see, it's so easy to just think of the empty tomb and that of the angels and of Mary Magdalena. Yes, we should celebrate and shout about Jesus' resurrection, of him overcoming death and opening up the way so that we can obtain forgiveness of our sins and by accepting him as our Lord and Saviour, receive life everlasting. Life eternal that begins when we say to Jesus, I am sorry for the life I have lived. I want to follow your ways now, not mine. So I invite you to be my saviour. To become a Christian is as easy as A, B, C. Admit, believe and confess. However, living life is not so easy. So how many resurrection appearances are there? The truthful answer is that we don't know. But the Bible records 10 actual sightings of Jesus and one where it shows the evidence of Jesus' resurrection. And that is where we will start. All four gospel writers inform us of the empty tomb and each place places importance of facts that were relevant to their readers at that time. We read of angels or men in white, or clothing that glistened like lightning. All four record that Jesus was no longer in the tomb. Some with strips of linen folded. In fact, the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head had been folded up and placed separate from the linen. Why do you think that was recorded? You see, if the body of Jesus had been stolen, you would take the body in the linen. You would not undo it and leave it behind. It also records that Jesus' body passed through it as it was left where his body lay. So on that first Sunday morning, the tomb was found to be empty. The stone had not only rolled away, but the seal placed upon it broken. Only Mark and John record that it was Mary Magdalena 
that was the first to see Jesus early that Sunday morning. And you could question, why to Mary first? A simple answer could be that perhaps she needed it the most. She had been beside herself in grief. Scripture tells us of her wailing. Also, it is worth noting that the earlier reliable manuscripts of Mark's Gospel do not have the account from chapter 16, verses 9 to 20. In fact, my college lecturers at Oxford would not preach on it. Now, regardless of whether or not it should be included in Mark's Gospel, John felt the need to mention it in his. And so we go from morning to midday, where two travellers were on the road to Emmaus. Now, there are two possible places where Emmaus is or was, and both are about seven miles south of Jerusalem. Luke tells us the name of one of the travellers, Cleopas, but we don't know the other person's name. It was said that it was by divine intervention that they were kept from recognising Jesus. But look at chapter 24, verse 19. They refer to Jesus as a prophet rather than Messiah. And you can understand their reluctance to use the word Messiah, having heard or seen Jesus being condemned to death and crucified. They use the words, and what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. A reference either to the Jewish belief that after three days, the soul left the body, or to Jesus' remark that he would be resurrected on the third day. Later that day, we read in verse 34, that having returned to Jerusalem and finding the eleven, they either heard or said how Jesus had appeared to Simon, meaning Peter. It's interesting how he was referred to as Simon and not Peter. He was no longer Peter the Rock. It would be a short while before Peter was restored. It was in the evening that Jesus appeared to the disciples in the upper room. There were only ten. Thomas was missing. All this happened in one day. But it, again, it was a week later in that upper room where Jesus appeared before the eleven. Will you remember how Jesus said to Thomas, place your finger in my hands and reach out and touch my side. Stop doubting and believe, he said. We don't know exactly where the next sighting was, but it was at daybreak when the seven disciples decided to go fishing. Simon, Peter, Nathaniel, Thomas, the sons of Zebedee, James and John, and two others. That evening they caught nothing. And to a stranger from the shore, told them to throw the net on the other side, the wrong side of the boat. And they caught 153 fish. Then they realised the stranger was Jesus. 
We're next told that sometime later, Jesus appeared before the eleven on the mountain in Galilee. Again, sometime later, to 500, as recorded in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 6. And to James, sometime later, in Acts 15, verse 7. However, the final recorded appearance was 40 days later, after the resurrection, back in Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives. Luke 24, verse 44 says, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scripture. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised but stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple praising God. So what about you and me? We too can worship and praise God. We too can respond by following Jesus, by adhering to his teaching and example. We too can become disciples of the great shepherd, offering love and acceptance to those we meet. I pray this Easter you will know the love the joy, the peace that only Jesus can bring as we celebrate his rising from the dead so that we can rejoice with believers all around the world and say that Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Happy Easter. <laughs>